What's good, GGML? Here we are. What's going down on the Gridiron episode two? This is the podcast where we give you power rankings, uh, top ten. Oh, that's excuse. Power rankings, top ten playoff race upsets, trades, free agency, free agency signings. You name it, we got it. It's the number one source for all news around the GGML today. And the Bulls, we got two new guys. We're going to start off. We got your Dig. We got DJ. We got New Money Boy and Trey. What's good? Yo, today? what's good? It's the Bears user. Uh, currently 3 and 2 after winning. I'm trying to finish like 11 and 5 for bed. All right, what's good, DJ? Nothing. Just coming fresh off a win, and we're ready to finally get this podcast started. All right, and New Money Boy, you were on the previous podcast. Now you're here back in Gigi on this podcast. What's good, bro? Hey, you know, Jaguars users been in from day one, damn near day one. Um, But yeah, man, trying to make some noise this year. Been kind of slacking. Been washed these past couple of years. So yeah. Understatement <laughs> of the year. All right. <laughs> and Trey, and Trey, this is your first episode yes, on sir. the podcast. Go ahead and introduce, introduce your team, some goals, and some impressions you got from the league yeah, so far. Yeah, what's good, guys? Um, I am the Tampa Bay Buccaneers user in the GGML League. Just joined last season. Took them to the playoffs. Lost in the wild card round. But this year, we started off the season 5-0, and including a tough win against the Eagles last night. So just hoping to build on that. And thank you guys for having me on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. We love the initiative around here. You know, when we get a new guy, usually they're more laid back, just going through the motions. You know, you really put your foot in the door. So we definitely appreciate that. But speaking about new guys, we got Hawk, man. He just took over these Eagles at 0-1. His first game in the league, he has to play a former champ in Gaming Turtle. He beats him at home, 49-35. And then he goes on the road to Chicago in Soldier Field and beats another Super Bowl champion back-to-back weeks. He beats your dig, 38-35. And then we made this segment before he played Trey last night. So he was at 3-1, and one, but he lost to Trey uh, on the road in Tampa by two scores. But Hawk, nonetheless, sitting at 3-2. and two. Leak, he's been stepping up his play this year at Washington. Uh, he's 3-1. and one. And King J, he won the division last year. He's on a bye week right now, but he sits at 2-1 and one on the year. So we got three guys here who's really looking to take away with this division. I'm going to come to you with this one, New Money Boy, first. Who you got winning the East? Hawk, King J, and Malik. Man, that's a tough one, man. I don't know this Hawk dude, but it looked like he, hey, he putting up points, man. He's being competitive. You know, it'd be mm-hmm. two guys that, you know, um, they respect it. You know what I'm saying? Dudes that been in here for a while. Um, your dig is, you know, legit. And, um, you know, game is her legit. But uh, RJ, you know, he's been consistent, man, to be honest, too. So, I, I, right now, that's going to be a toss-up between him and this new guy, uh, Hawk. But uh, I'm going to lean I'm gonna lean towards um, RJ on this one. Just, just, yeah. King just, J, yeah. Oh, yeah, King J. My bad, King J. My bad. Just, uh, just based off, like, you know, experience and, you know, down the road. We, we'll see what he got, you know. Yeah, he's rolling with King J to repeat as NFC East champions. Now I'm coming to you, uh, Trey. You're in this wild NFC, uh, a very deep in competition as of late. Who you got winning this East, man? Uh, I got the Eagles winning this division. I got them winning the NFC East. I just played the dude. Like you said, he came out and won three tough games. Uh, 
And, you know, I got him winning that division. I got Giants falling, man. His schedule is tough. I was looking at it last night. Very tough schedule. He's got a really rough stretch uh, towards playoff time. A tough Week 17 matchup in a tough stretch midseason. Playing a lot of good competition. So, we'll just have to see if he could win most of those games. He's got a good division matchup against Washington tonight. So that's going to kind of be a decider for who could take that spot or who could take that leap in the division. But yeah, I got Eagles winning that division at 11-5. and five. Yeah, it's a piggyback off you. I'm looking at this giant schedule, and man, and when you talk about a proven stretch, it don't get tougher than this. He's got Washington tonight. They're 3-1, and one, very big divisional game. He's got Gaming Turtle, a, a previous champ who's always going to be competitive. He's got HDH, the AFC runner-up. He's got Rover, the NFC champ. Then he's got Hawk again with these Eagles. That's five games there. That's tough. And then you skip. He's got the Falcons. That's a bit of a breather. Then he's got Washington again. Chuck, who I believe is like four and one right now, looking really good on the year. Then he's got DJ. Then he's got Dom. Then he's got Dad Daddy Crow, who won the NFC West. And then he has Hawk again, Week 17. These Giants, really tough schedule. They're really going to have to prove it. DJ, coming over to you with this one. You got one of these. Uh, looking at the schedule, and I got to say, I'm going to bandwagon and go with the new guy, Hawk. Because I'm looking at mm. the football team schedule. And he has a, a lot. He has a force win. And... After that, his games don't really look too impressive because he lost by, I mean, one against O'Flock by one score. And I'm assuming he beat the Falcons, which is um, not really a notable mm-hmm. user. He beat them by three. Yeah, but that was a that was a uh, fourth one set because they got disconnected. But yeah, uh, I think I got Hawks running away with this because King J is low key a one trick pony. If you can learn how to stop Saquon, you can stop his offense. And yeah, that, yeah. I think the Eagles are going to run away with it. It's NFC East. And you dig, you just played Hawk the other night, losing to him by three points. What are you thinking about him and his chances? Um, I think he has a very, very high chance to win. Um, I think he's going to eventually come out and close it out and win the win the division because I played him, like you said. Um, he was a methodical opponent. He plays really smart, so it's like one mistake and you lose. So I think if he does that, he closes out all of his games. He could probably win a lot, like 13-plus of his games. I think Giants is going to come second. Then we're going to have Leak and then the last team. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right, personally, I, I, I'm really going to root for King J here. He won it last year. It's going to be hard for me to go against that. So I'm going to side with New Money Boy. Me and him are going to be rooting for the Giants. Y'all y'all three are going to be rooting for the Eagles. Uh, but I personally think if King J, that five-game stretch right there, if he could win like four out of five, I think he'll be definitely looking good because a lot of those are going to come down to tiebreakers as well. That could give him the edge in seeding. Uh, but as, as we mentioned that here, Lots of tiebreakers, lots of seed. We got a lot of dark horses in the league. Since the reboot, a lot of competition has came, and a lot of the guys who are already here have stepped up due to that. So I'm going to start off with DJ here, one of the OGs. He's been here longer than me. Fun fact. Um, who do you got being your dark horse candidate 
in the NFC only to start this in off. The in the NFC, game. that is a hard one. Um, shoot. Got? Uh, I'm gonna say you dig because you you Ooh, did got like snubbed last year. We know it. We know what he could have did in the playoffs. He where it really caused some damage. Um, I just got faith in my boy over here. Just gonna keep it short and simple. All right, coming to you, new money boy. You've also been around here a very long time. No, how about just about everybody plays? Who's your I mean, dark horse? Kevin I don't know if it's a NFC? dark horse, but it's still a new guy. The guy Rover is real. You know what I'm saying? I just you just gotta call it what mm. it is. And he, he, you know, he's been competitive enough. I already know about you, bro. I would say you. I would say you dig, but I just off these new guys. That's the guy that when I played him. I mean, I, a lot of people got me boxed in right now just because I play, but <laughs> he kind of like his methodical play and how he kind of dotted, he dotted everything up, bro. Like, he, and, he, and it, defense is crazy. So I think like defense wins the championships around here, but hey, I, I got Rover, man. I, I, that dude, he's tough. He's tough. Personally, myself, looking at this, you know, looking at the standings, technically speaking, Trey is 5-0, and he's the number one guy in the NFC. So, speaking off record, he is not a dark horse, but last year, he came into the league, took him over about midseason, got to wild card route, and lost, I believe, on multiple scores to King Jay and those Giants, but this year, he's really got stuff turned around. He's still got Tom Brady, who's sitting back there in a wheelchair at this point in his career. But I mean, he, he can be in a wheelchair all he wants, because you're just going to hand the ball off to Ronald Jones. Man, oh man, he's had a crazy year off to a very, you know, hammer-worthy start. 946 yards and 14 touchdowns in five weeks. He is definitely a problem. And Trey, he looks like he's got his stuff situated, but that division, man, Game of Turtle, don't sleep on him. He's 1-3 right now, but he started off the exact same way last year and ended up in the NFC Championship. So I feel like Trey is going to be a dark horse, but he's going to have to sweep Game of Turtle if he wants to do it. Coming over to you now, you dig. Who's your dark horse candidate? I, don't um, I would say Vikings as well, like the Money Boy said. But to me, I think he proved himself already. I mean, he came, he won like 10 out of 11 Gosh. games last season. Beat me twice, beat HGH uh-huh. twice, I think. Or Dutsu. Yeah, exactly. So I think twice. he proved himself. Um, made it to the Super Bowl, so I, I wouldn't say him. So I'm gonna say Trey now, because Trey needs to prove himself, because Trey came late. And he was, I believed in him, but he lost in the wild card. And this season he's 5-0, and so I think Trey is like a low-key dark horse. True. All right, looks like we got a couple guys now on the Trey uh, bandwagon. Trey, now you, it's your turn. Who's your dark horse candidate out of this NFC? Yeah, I agree with everyone saying Vikings, man. That guy is definitely real, like uh, New Mo- Money Boy said. But I, I'm going to add on to you, Dig, and say that he already proved himself, man. He came in and won 10 out of 11 games and took himself to the Super Bowl. So... He's the NFC. No, only exactly. Exactly. I'm just saying, exactly. Like, bro, what? he's new. I'm just. That's all I'm saying. He's still new. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So zero disrespect to him, but he's not going to be my dark horse candidate just because I don't see him as a dark horse. I got TJ and his Rams and the Big <laughs> and his Bears. I got two candidates here for my in the NFC. I mean, you dig, he's got that scary wide receiver duo in Robinson, 
just a total jump ball guy and Waddle, the speedster rookie. Oh, my. He played <laughs> yes, right before me. And he <laughs> now has a superstar rookie quarterback, I believe, in Mac Jones. Mac Jones, yeah. I mean, MVP candidate off the bat if we're talking early MVP. But, yeah, I got you, Dig. And then I got TJ, always a competitor. You know, I wasn't here when he was, you could say, in his prime. But uh, <laughs> I hear a lot of stuff about him kind of ruling the league. So I got him I and like Dig as my dark horse candidate to me in the future. <laughs> like That's a good pick, bro. All right. All right, taking these things to the AFC side. You know, another why I wouldn't say why you know, we got a Tati at the top, but that that two through seven range is really up for grabs. You know, it, it was ACH, but just last week he got blown out by those Chiefs in Kansas City. They heard all that talking and they and they smacked him in the mouth. So he's got a win he's got a loss right there. So this AFC, this two through seven is wide open. Personally, I'm gonna take my dark horse to be legion in the Steelers, man. Last year, he missed the playoffs. He went 9-7. and seven. This year, he is sitting at 4-1 and one on the year. He just beat B-Ball yesterday as well. B-Ball, he, he was pretty good early on in the CPML time. But uh, legion, man, he's winning close games. That's what you got to do. You could say his games are close. He has a only a 10-point differential in his games. But, hey, man, that's what happens. The elite teams find ways to close out games. You can't be like, Oh, he's, he's got to blow everybody out. No, when it comes down to the playoffs, th- those one-possession games, those guap drives, you got to be able to put those together. He's been doing it so far earlier this year. So he's going to be my dark horse candidate. Now coming to you, um, your dig. Who is your my AFC, AFC dark, dark horse? horse. Um, so my favorites to win it are the Ravens and the Chiefs and the Raiders. So they're out of the picture for me. So I would say the Dolphins low-key. He's 3-1 right now. Um, he's been I like that. Pretty consistent lately for me. So I think I'm going to go with Dolphins, to be honest. All right. Trey, you're the only guy left now on the NFC side of things. Looking at that AFC, who's your dark horse? Trey, you there? Mm-hmm. He's not? All right. New Money Boy here on the AFC side of things. Uh, you know, you you yourself could be considered a dark horse, but uh, who else you got in that? Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say like uh, I, I was gonna piggyback on what your dig said. You know, the Dolphins, the Dolphins is you know I lost to them on a hail mary, pretty much. T- you know, <laughs> I got least twenty. Yeah, so I just it just keeps happening to me. I, I, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, pretty much. Karma he, for your Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Right, it's funny, right? Uh, I was gonna say um basically. He, he took me out of the playoffs, and um, I mean, he's been consistent, bro. Three and one again. He was what four and oh last year. That's what I'm saying. He beat DJ he, in the playoffs too. DJ, DJ, DJ in the playoffs. Run commit six. Ridiculous. Like, how do you get a pick off a of run commit? Somebody let me know so I can do that. I don't know, bro. But what I'm gonna say is, <laughs> I, I got the Dolphins too on, on that side. DJ and and people like that, I I can't uh-huh. really. Call them dark horse. They've been they've been there, so you know. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, DJ, you're in this AFC. Who's well, the dark horse? He's still my original dark horse, but we gonna keep it in this legion <laughs> in a game that's gonna happen later tonight. I'm gonna go uh, Sophie. He's <laughs> oh my god, oh, boy. Uh, uh, I just like the way he's been finishing games, like. He, First, he gets blown out 
no contest to new money boy then he goes to buffalo beats the bills then he hands the uh hands an L to the Bengals and finishes off the Colts even though it was a one possession game like he's been doing pretty solid with his team over there and his real test probably starts in an hour or less depending on how long podcast runs and if he beats you then we got something to talk about like I, I just like the way he's starting off the season yeah the real test begins when he plays yeah look- yeah, look at that Swoofy, man. He, he He's doing all right. Started off 0-1, now on a three-game win streak. But what DJ failed to mention about that three-game win streak is that two of them I didn't, I didn't uh, piece so, that. Uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting. But he definitely, you know, last year, let, let's not discredit what he's got going this year. Last year, he was in this exact same position. He was top 10 in power rankings last year. So who knows? Tonight, he's going to play me. That's, that's definitely a big proof of the game. Then he's got the bye week time to regroup some things going so those are your uh dark yeah oh, no 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 trey are you back all right, your dark all right. I, I agree with dj a little bit um putting a little love on swolfie and his titans but like i said or like you guys said uh two force wins so you can't really he's got to prove himself here in his game against tj tonight but my afc dark horse candidate it's a pretty hot take but i got the patriots master d and his patriots as my dark horse candidate in the afc like new money boy said defense wins championships and he allowed 900 yards through four games which is really impressive in a video That's game. Clamps. That's very impressive with all these high-powered offenses in the GGML league. So I got the Pats, the bottom half in the offense, but th- you could really turn your offense around a lot quicker than I feel your defense. If you're clamping people up, I feel like your offense can follow that up and get some scores on the board. So I got I got Master D in the AFC. That's a hot one. All right, looks like we have a wide variety of uh, Dark Horse candidates here in GGML. The competition has really risen, man. There's like a solid 10 guys on each side that are worthy of playoff contention. But now moving on, speaking of top-level guys, the GGML top 10 rankings just dropped fresh off the press. And I know y'all can't see these, you know, switching through the apps. So I'm going to walk y'all through these and let me know if you need a reminder. We got Atachi and his Ravens sitting at 3-0. These were all calculated as of the week for advance. We got Atachi's Ravens sitting at 3-0. Trey's Bucks sitting at 4-0. Rover and his Vikings sitting at 3-1. Uh, King Jay and his Giants sitting at 2-1. Dab Daddy Crow sitting at 3-1 with his Seahawks. Chrome ACH's Raiders at 3-1 with the Raiders. Dom and the Chargers sitting at 3-1 and and that number 7 spot. Number 8 we got RJ and the Dolphins sitting at three and one. Number nine, we got Hawk. We just spoke on him earlier, and his Eagles at three and one. And Jay, a bit of another surprise there. His Cardinals just upset at me last week. Uh, he's sitting at three and one in that number ten spot. Starting off with you, you dig. Looking at this top ten, man, what you thinking? Who earned their spot? Who's yet to prove it? And who's going to be the first one out? You know, obviously they're not all different questions. Got you, just I got you. All so who earned it first? I'm gonna say Eagles and Cards to be honest, because Jay beat you, which is a tough opponent for him, especially since he was four and four and twelve last mm-hmm. year or something like that. And now he's three and one, turning it around. So I think yeah. he earned it. Eagles beat me and Gaming Turtle. 
which is two very good opponents. So I think he earned that. Um, <laughs> Trey's over there growling and whatnot, but he's good. Um, who got snubbed? I think I think um, I think Master D got snubbed. To be honest, I mean he's been playing really good, playing good defense. Um, he's pretty solid. His offense needs to improve though, but I think he still got snubbed. He could be up there. Um, the last question was. Who's gonna be the first? Who's gonna out? be the first out? Um, Who's the weak link in looking the at team? it right now, I'm not gonna lie. I think it's Jay. I don't think he keeps it up, or it could be um, King Jay, the bike, the Giants, because he has a tough schedule. He has a tough schedule. Wow. So I mean, if he yeah, loses he like does, two of those does. games, he could be out of the top ten. So I think it could be him or Jay. Personally, myself, looking at this, you know, I made the top ten, and Dom, he was he was one of the more you know, interesting guys in the chat, man. He just played DJ, and he took a lumping. I believe DJ was up by three scores in the fourth quarter, so I had to turn <laughs> off the channel on that. But, uh, yeah, Dom, you know, he was at three and one now, coming back down to earth. I believe DJ is the best player in TGML. Wait for it. Without a ring. <laughs> best player in TGML without a ring. You know, unfortunate for him. So, you know, so Dom, he's out there uh, by those Chiefs. He's going to be my guy. Who's going to be first off this list? Coming to you now, Trey, looking at this top 10. What do you think? My snub for the top 10. I got to go back to my boy in the AFC and go with Master D. I think uh, if, if he turns... <laughs> he lost the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's Everybody tough. has bad games. Everybody has bad games. That's tough. But yeah, okay, he's going to be my snub on the list. Just because, man, I, I mean, like I said, 900 yards allowed through four games is actually like unheard of in a league like this that uh, he's got the clamps he's just got to turn that offense around and you know a new playbook is it Cam yeah still he is and he's a turnover <laughs> machine I, I don't understand that at all yeah i, don't he, know why I think he signed him to a three-year 72 million dollar deal or something like that uh, Oh my god. Well, it's that, something that ridiculous. Is questionable. You guys are making me kinda question my selection here. But uh we're we're gonna keep it with Pats. <laughs> I mean a new playbook, a new two D, or uh, I don't know, I feel like he could turn around. He's a snub on my list. And I think the first off is gonna have to be Jay, unfortunately. I think like we said, we talked about Giants and his tough schedule. But I think I got him winning his first couple games. And then, you know, that tough stretch towards the middle of the season. But, yeah, I got Jay as my first off the list. So, King Jay, the Giants, oh, correct? Oh, Cards. Yeah, two no. Jays. So, yeah. Oh, Cards, okay. I think so King Jay is going to stay for a little bit and Jay. then fall off maybe towards the end of the season. But, you know, that's just due to a really tough schedule. But for now, I got Jay and his Cards being the first off the top ten. All right, new money boy. Looking at things here, you know you're three and one. You nah, might be able to miss nah, it yourself. Nah, I'm not a snub. As a snub. Yeah, I, I, who, you, who you got? Uh, who you got? Two force wins, you know. So I don't count that. And I'm not playing good. But who I got? Yeah, lost to lost Jordan. To Jordan. Who's a bum? <laughs> like he's a bum. Call it with. Um, but anyway, I was gonna Talking. say, um, for some reason, I don't know the Redskins maybe, just because, um. They're three and one in a funny division. They got a couple good wins. They played, you know, I don't know what happened with y'all. It looked like a way forced win when y'all played, but 
I, I just I don't know. They three and one in a tough division where you see competition going on, and uh, we got to see today, like see how they play the Giants. But you you know, I feel like he's somebody mm-hmm. that maybe could have got snubbed, but it's really the list looks solid. Baby. You know, um, when you really look at it, um, Legion, nah, I, I, I'm not a believer yet. Swofy, we we talked about that. You mm-hmm. know. You know, two force wins and me, two force wins. So nah. So and who would I to a drop? I got um. Unfortunately, the temp spot's gonna swap out in general unless he keeps that up in that division. I feel like the Seahawks and you, y'all gonna split. You know, things are gonna happen. You know, and the NFC is just a tough division. I mean, tough conference. Yeah. So everybody gonna beat uh, up on yeah, each other. I'm gonna just I'm gonna say him for that one. But we'll see, man. Yeah, looking at that, uh, the reason Washington didn't make the cut for the top 10, they have three wins, but none of them are against a team with a winning record. And then the one game he played with somebody with a 500 record was me, myself, with the Rams, and I beat him. So you got to show me a convincing win to really show that you're in the top 10. For those who already don't know, I do make the top 10, but I keep it as least biased as possible. Myself, I'm not even in the top 10. So that goes to show, but uh, DJ finally last year. Uh, what, what's your man, feeling on this I think my boy Legion got snubbed for sure. Like, I just like the way the man plays the game. He's he's a, more of a defensive-minded player than he is offensive. But if he could get his offensive uh, level to the same um, plane, he could easily keep this up and possibly make a run. Later in the playoffs, but the two dudes I see dropping out are easily the Chargers and Jay. I hate to say it, like Jay's my guy from way back when. We've been friends for like at least six, seven years now. Nah, nah, hasn't been that long. Few years now. Let's say it like that. And like he was kicking my ass way back when in Madden, and. Now on this new one, he's just super inconsistent. You never know which day you're going to get. And Chargers, I really wasn't too impressed by his offense earlier. That's why I got him falling out. And like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those are the, you know, we got the top 10. The next top 10 going to be coming out at week eight. So if you're not in there right now, you know, don't panic. You got four weeks to put together some good football and uh, hopefully find yourself in there. These early top 10, man, I got to I gotta tell the league this right here while you're listening. The top 10 doesn't mean a thing, man. If anything, the number one spot has had a curse for the longest amount of time until I finally snapped it winning the Super Bowl. But these rankings don't mean anything, man. Go into every week and just upset somebody. You know, Jay, he just beat me by 20 points. Uh, most people would easily consider me the favorite in that one. Any given Sunday, man, the league has lots of competition. Don't count your don't count yourself out before a game. And if you're not in the top ten, don't be mad about it. Use that as motivation. You know, you know, be an underdog and go upset some people, make a name for yourself. But uh, uh, I guess you could say we're keeping this in the top ten conversation. Swolfy, Legion, and Jay all missed the playoffs in GGML season eleven, but now. They all sit at three and one on the year. Who is going to have the deepest playoff run this year? And I'm going to start off with you on this one, DJ. Who you got at a Swoofy Legion and Jay making I gotta a playoff? I got to go back run. to my earlier statement. 
guy I get with uh, Legion. I just got the most faith in him because he has been in a conference championship, if I'm not mistaken, at least once. I, I might be mistaken on that. I might be mistaken. It nah, might have been divisional where it was a close yeah. game and he yeah. almost got to um, the conference. Uh-huh. And... I mean, mm-hmm. Sophie is hasn't really proven to me since in the time being here. And yeah. again, Jay is the most inconsistent out of the three. Like with Legion, you know you're either gonna you know what his season is going to be like early on. He's gonna either be a top ten pick or he's gonna be uh at least a division round contender Mm -hmm. and just the other two are just super inconsistent yeah myself here looking at this you know legion he's four and one he's been around here longer you know he's still working with that team i believe he still has big ben and qb Uh, i'm not sure completely on that one but jay man this division in this nfc west you got dab daddy crow they have myself and they have him you know he just beat me but is he going to be able to do it consistently? As you said, I just don't see that happening. Four games a year against top, uh, uh, just cream of the crop competition there in itself. And then Swolfie, as you already said, you know, the one game he's played of competition, he lost by, t- uh, by 20 to New Money Boy. He plays me here in a little bit. So that's going to be a big proving in for him. But for now, my vote is as well going to have to go to Legion. Uh, Trey. Looking at these three, Swolfie, Legion, and yeah, Jay. Yeah, I'm going to have to add you with that Swolfie game tonight against the Rams and you yourself. That's going to be a big proving game for him. I don't think he's proven enough yet for him to be my selection here. And just to go back to the last top 10, I thought Legion was in the top 10. The fact that he's not, he would definitely be my snub for the top 10 list. Uh, I got Legion in both these segments now, in the top 10 and this segment that we're on. I got Legion being the, you know, favorite to go farther in the playoffs since Wolfie and Jay. Uh, Two pretty inconsistent guys, Mm -hmm. like you said. And he did draft Zach Wilson, who's a hidden development quarterback. And he's he's really solid, really solid, really mobile. And he's got all the weapons. He's got, you know, the ball hawk and Minka Fitzpatrick. I have not seen Legion play enough. But I, I got him in this segment. All right, you dig. Looking at these three, Swolfie, Legion, and Jay. Um, I got, got Legion, just like Trey said. Swolfie, if Swolfie can beat you, then I got him making the playoffs. But as of right now, I got Legion just because Swolfie, two of his wins are force wins. And then Jay, I think the NFC is just too stacked. I think he has to play you one more time and that Daddy Crow at least once more again. So I don't think he's going to be able to make the playoffs. But I think Legion, out of everybody on this list, I believe in Legion the most to make it. Just because the NFC is tough and Sophie has two fortunes, so he hasn't really proven anything to me. I'm not a believer yet. Yeah, new money, boy. What's your opinion on these three? We just lost them. We lost them? All right. Unfortunate. Moving on, keeping things in the AFC at the moment. Trent, 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 man. He went three and thirteen last year, uh, but now this year he's sitting at two and two and upset Master D in one of those games. How are y'all feeling about Trent? You know, in that AFC East, you got Trent, you got Master D, you got RJ, and you got Master D. Who you got winning this AFC East? I'm gonna start with you, DJ. 
man, I got my boy Trent winning. I wouldn't <laughs> say B-ball if he was able to play his games. Uh, I got Trent simply because I got faith in him. Like, the Bills defense is insane on Madden. Like, they have a mean young secondary. They have a mean front seven. There's nothing you can do wrong with that defense, almost. His lack of power is coming from the offensive side and his turnovers. If he can limit his turnovers, he can easily win the division, like, single-handed. Trey, what you I think? Got, I got the Dolphins winning that division. Um, I have not seen Trim play enough games. I haven't watched enough of his games yet. But, uh... You know, if he's turnover prone, I feel like people get into that little slump of tr- of telling themselves, "Hey, let's not let's not throw a turnover, let's not throw picks," and then that just gets in your head, and you throw you end up throwing picks that game. Um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Dolphins, just a favorite in this one. I haven't seen enough from Bills and Master D. I think he could be a close second to the Dolphins. I believe in that dude's defense. He's kind of been my guy in these past couple segments. But, yeah, I'll go with Dolphins in this one. Yeah, yeah myself here looking at this. I'm going to have to pee it back off of Trey. You know, Trip, you know, it was 3-13 and last year, 2-12 and this year. Definitely improvement. But as Trey said, turnover prone. Looking at Josh Allen's stats now on the year. Hear me out. Four games, yeah, that's cool. 16 <laughs> interceptions, 16 interceptions in four games. That is not going to cut it if you want to win a division. You know, if he can limit those, who knows? The sky's the limit. But for now, I'm going to have to sit firm on RJ and those Dolphins. Uh, winning yeah, the I'm here. Um, Money Boy, do we have you back? Yeah, Dolphins, bro. Who you got winning um, this AFC this, this, this division is – I'm surprised in B-Ball. I know he didn't play a couple games, but I just – man – I don't know what happened, man. Um, Master D's been kind of like on that nine and seven range, and RJ, yeah, he's been solid, man. Back to back years, you know, three and one, four and one, you know. So, hey, I'm going with uh, RJ on that one. And you did last. I want to piggyback off you, but I have to go with RJ too, just because he's proving himself to me. Yeah, I think Master D's coming in a second though, because he's actually. Motivated, like he wants to put everybody wrong, so I, I respect that. So um, I got him coming second, and then I got Trimp coming in third. If B-Ball would play his games, I would have him coming in third, but Trimp is gonna come third because B-Ball doesn't play enough. So I got that, and I got B-Ball last. All right, enough talking about rankings. Let's talk about individual performance. Here we are. We just finished week four in DGML. Uh, season two here, we got MVP talk around the league. You dig? You just finished this last uh, segment, so you're gonna start off this one. Who's your weight? <laughs> Bro, this isn't even MVP. up for debate. My MVP is gonna be Ronald Jones. Man has 107 carries for 965 yards, averaging nine nine um yards per carry, and he has 14 touchdowns. He has almost a thousand yards through four games. <laughs> That means he's gonna have. He could possibly get four thousand yards on pace. Four thousand. He's not gonna. He's not. Yeah, he, yeah, he's definitely gonna bench before he gets yeah. to anywhere near that. That's for sure. But he definitely has a thousand <laughs> yards yeah. in scrimmage without a doubt. Receiving you know, count um, 
season. So yeah, I got him as my early MVP just because of off of the first five games off of his stats. So yeah. New money boy, look at these stats, man. Who jumps off the page to you as you're oh, way too man. early? He said MVP. Ronald Jones. I think that's wild. You know, like that, that, that new stats are crazy, bro. Um I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm a you dig. I mean, you got the young bull. He doing his thing. 18, 18 touchdowns, seven interception. Mac Jones. I mean, he's you know, he's in a good range and he's a quarterback. So MVPs love quarterbacks. So hey, if he keeps up winning and keeps that keeps that going, I mean he's he's on pace for same thing, four thousand yards, but you know what I mean? Like so we'll see. I think Mac Jones, maybe Mac Jones just because I don't want to say Ronald Jones because I think Ronald Jones is the front runner. He's running away with it, like literally. Um, so, <laughs> so I, you know, I think Mac Jones. If I was going to say a second or maybe right there is Mac Jones, obviously just being you know looking at stats. All right, both of y'all looking at the offensive side of the ball, but man, oh man, we have a beast, <laughs> uh, just an absolute unit in the AFC on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, Miles yeah. Garrett. We are four weeks in, yeah. and he has 11 sacks. How? 11 sacks in four weeks. Miles Garrett is just a, a beast. He has 16 tackles and 11 sacks, as I already said. Does he have any fumbles? He does not have any forced fumbles yet, but man, 11 sacks. He's on pace for 44. That is just ridiculous. You know, he also drafted two, uh, not too long, two D linemen in the first round. So they're definitely helping him out. You know, 11 sacks in four weeks. Miles Garrett would be my way too early uh, MVP. DJ, who you got? Man, I'm gonna go back home to Kansas City to that man Pat no. Mahomes. <laughs> no, no, you can't. You can't do yourself. Okay, if that's the case, um, I got Mac Jones. I got him winning MVP yeah. and Rookie of the Year because I do not see a better all-around performance from any veteran or rookie player in the league right now. Like. He's like he said, eighteen and seven. Like that's on pace for at least what? Yeah, sixty touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a very good stretch, so he, there's no way he keeps that up. I, I mean, mean, I can see him finishing around thirty-five to forty-five. <laughs> see me then. <laughs> we play weeks, bro. Any, see me. Anybody want to put a bet on it? We're we gonna put a. We we gonna put some hush on that. Jack Jones ain't doing. Imagine we put five on it. <laughs> but, throw it Jalen throw it Jalen <laughs> uh, besides all the beef talk and whatnot, uh, I, I got my boy Mac Jones winning MVP alright looking at all these uh, all these MVP predictions we got Rojo we got uh, Mac Jones and I'm the only person on the Miles Garrett train uh, Trey you already got your vote in right <laughs> yeah uh, oh yeah here you go last one no yeah no you did I felt like I was forgetting somebody <laughs> uh, that's why I'm gonna go here's your I vote mean, I'm going to kind of piggyback on new money boy. Ronald Jones is, uh, he's, he's something for sure. Uh, but I'm going to go with Mac Jones as the MVP of the league. I think Ronald Jones is definitely going to fall off. He's just had a really, really good stretch. Hey, hey, all right. (laughs) Uh, he's had a really good stretch, but I think, I think he's going to catch COVID soon. 
So uh, <laughs> I think I, I think I'm gonna go with I think oh I'm gonna go with my. Mac Jones as my way too early MVP candidate. If you dig, doesn't be you know throwing a bunch of interceptions. All right, those are uh, all the segments we had today. Early MVP, but we got five guys here. Anybody got, anybody got any last uh, things? And I just wanted to say, leader. hey man, Anything? hey, uh, you dig, um, DJ. I want to say my man Master D on uh, around GML. Like they've been killing it, man. Like uh, Rover. There's a couple guys that stand out. They've been consistently killing it this season. We, I do appreciate it. I do. I, I, I feel the way when y'all post and I don't post. I'm like, damn, I gotta go do something. But I had a couple fourth wins, <laughs> so I didn't post anything. But uh, nah, just shout out to people just being active in the league and showing love. It's been real, real fun. Yeah, man, we got the uh, the around GML going as a thing for user rank, but obviously. Man, 22 is a couple of light years away. So now, right now, guys are doing it because they're actually engaged in the league, man. I really like it. Everyone's putting in energy, and uh, that's our a bit of a reward system. I say what you put in is what you get out. You know, the guys who are going to be consistent week in, week out, uh, win, loss, or draw. If you're going to be putting stuff in there, you're definitely going to get acknowledged. Uh, new money boy, giving them their pies. Uh, I got anybody say, else I just want to say. Welcome to the two new users who played in the tournament yesterday. Um, got a 49ers user named Trey. Oh, yeah. and we got HTTR for the Bengals. Um, I hope y'all. <laughs> yep, hell to the rest. Hope y'all like the lead. I hope y'all feel welcome. I hope you guys are active and um, just welcome. Just want to say welcome. Yeah, new guys, man. That we're in here, but we keep things at a very high standard. Make sure you are in that rule book, or else you're going to be in the rule infractions. There's a very big difference here. Make sure you're looking at that because the hammers will come down. Uh, we got a short lease for guys like that. Uh, anything else? Yeah, you guys. I'll add something real quick. You guys All right, let's right now with the little oh, you got it. in the end. But I'm going to piggyback on both you guys and say uh, welcome to the new guys. Uh, they earned their spots uh, in that tournament, which was really dope, by the way. Thanks to TJ. Um, so welcome to them. I really hope you guys just stay active in the league. Um, don't take your L's too seriously. It's a really competitive league. And then also, I'm just going to mention that we got a big game. Uh, the Giants and the Washington football team that will most likely be going down tonight. And we got the Rams and the Titans, two kind of proving ground games. Um, so you got to watch out for those. And mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you guys for having me on the podcast again. Super dope. Yeah, man, for sure. We definitely appreciate the initiative. And it goes a long way, man, as well. The streams, too, man. Let's really start working together. Just support somebody. Even if you got it on your Xbox, you're just, you know, washing dishes or something in the house. Just have it on. That way they got one more viewer in their stream helping them on that road to affiliate. Same thing with the podcast, man. Just listen to it while you're out taking a trash. Uh, walking home from work, anything like that. It definitely goes a long way. But we appreciate everything going on, man. Four weeks in here in the second season, the activity has been higher than ever. The competitiveness has been better than ever, and the engagement has just been perfect. We got 32 guys who are really here and really want to make the league as good as it is. And uh, we can't do it without you. You know, me, DJ, Lee's, and you dig. We're the commission. But, you know, that's four out of 32. It takes 32 guys to make a good league. We appreciate what everybody has going on. And uh, we're going to keep this going. But this was episode two. 
what's going down on the gridiron, the number one source of news for all things going on in DJML. We got four more weeks, fellas. Y'all got four weeks to, you know, put together a resume. You know, we're not just going to talk about who's winning the most every week. You know, you could do anything, man. Make some crazy content, upset somebody, make a big trade, anything, man. Just just do something to put your name out there. You got four weeks. Next, next episode will come out after week eight. So you got four weeks to make a name for yourselves. But thank y'all for listening. Episode two of What's Going Down on the Gridiron.